Tuned in to Never Better, a show that never gets any better, except on those rare occasions when it does. That's right. Just like last week, I find myself abandoned by one of my co-hosts. And just like last week, I'm going to give you a brief window to place a little mental bet as to which one it is. And betting is now closed. Why don't you tell the good people who you are? You're by yourself. Damn. (laughs) That's me. He's right. (laughs) <laughs> I and everyone you hear tonight am Spencer Harris. And I'm Michael Rios. Mike the Bike Rios. <laughs> oh, if you got that bet wrong, email five one dollar bills with non consecutive serial numbers to mailbox at neverbetter.show. Your bank will understand. Don't worry about it. How you been, Mr. Rios? Been good, been good. Went on vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good mental break, you know. How from, was the break? How was the lake? It was good. It was good. The lake was big. The lake was <laughs> yeah. cool. Um, tell we'll me t- some more about we'll, the lake. We'll tell Use you some more adjectives. There was a. Uh, we'll tell you that uh, there was a lot of hype that the lake is going to be like clear blue water. I don't know about that. D- didn't see none, and I don't believe it. <laughs> I mean, it's a lake. Yeah, and then, but it was like massively big. It like, was really big. Like we, um, so the lake was uh, Smith Mountain Lake in yep. uh, around Roanoke, Virginia. Um, we were in a cove, and it took us like to get to the middle of the lake, like the yeah the monsoon of it. You know the, the big the monsoon the the the, the, the starter. You know the big the big hole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take your word for it. I don't know the enough big, about lakes. Basically the the. The biggest part of the lake, basically, okay. oh, right, it took right, right. yeah, the, like the main lake, like it took us like an hour to get there, the and we didn't we didn't even got we didn't even get to like the middle. It was like where oh. we're still in the outskirts of like the coves. Okay, the, little, yeah, little so. branches and fingers. There we go. Yeah, ooh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, hmm. and my new word was cove. I found out what cove is, <laughs> so I've been using it ever since. Uh, and I don't know if people know what it is. How but many options do you get? How many uh, chances to use the word cove in a day? Cove. Uh, yeah, I was in the oh, cove. There's one. I was in a cove. You know the cove. Like, this street looks like a cove because i was calling them like little streams mm, no no yeah but it's just the lake and yeah it's yeah. just one one body yeah found out there's no high tide and low tide when it's a damn lake either oh didn't know that i thought all bodies of water had high tide low tide i guess there's no flow huh yeah that's what i said but i you know i'm thinking like uh you know last airbender you know the moon pops out <laughs> and uh gets stronger and stronger yep. but uh didn't happen but yeah it was a good time good time your water bending powers didn't increase nope Damn. nope did not increase that's sad <laughs> you hate to hear it <laughs> hmm go ahead with a spence oh, oh all right back to me Ooh. okay well I, I am happy to report that while i had next to nothing planned out for today uh friend of the show jewel has sent us an unsolicited Full itinerary for tonight's program. <laughs> Joel, the man. 
Unbelievable. Uh, I don't know that we'll get to all of it because he sent a lot. Oh, he sent a lot? Sent a lot. <laughs> like how many? Like, like separate emails? Like, no, separate. one email, but like, uh, uh, prob- I'm just, I, I'm not counting, but like it's probably seven or eight items. Gosh. So, uh, but I know there were some things that you want to talk about. I did have a couple for, of things that I wanted to talk about fans. as well. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I had one thing to talk about it that I, I brought up in a group and I wanted to talk about it again because uh, it's a deep, dark secret. Or mental, mental, mental uh, idea. Hidden away in the the coves of your mind. Yes. Ooh, the coves of my mind. I, I do have a quick news item. Go ahead. That I want to introduce under a segment that I, I'm kind of shoehorning in here. I, I want to put this as a successful example of what you ought to do. Um, under nobody has to know. Gotcha. You remember that one? Yep, I do. I do. Now, this is ordinarily, if you're just listening for the first time, uh, a segment where we talk about someone who gave the game away when they really didn't need to. (laughs) And there is almost never any need to. Just this once, I'd like to examine the flip side when somebody does exactly what they ought to do when they get the chance. Okay. Reading from fortune.com. Ooh. Chilean man who was accidentally paid 330 times his salary resigns, then vanishes. This guy did it right. That's the move. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I don't even know if they say his name in here. They might, but he no said, unnamed worker. Perfect. Hold on. 36 times. No, 330 times his salary. Oh, my goodness. This guy became a millionaire. <laughs> What? The unnamed worker at, uh, oh boy, I didn't think about it. All right. Consorcio Industrial de Alimentos. <laughs> de Alimentos. Did it ask me how to say that one? <laughs> I took five years of Spanish. <laughs> Granted, I was a teenager, but it happened. Consorcio Industrial de Alimentos. There we go. Which makes cold cuts. Uh, the worker normally received a paycheck of roughly 500,000 Chilean pesos, or about $555, uh, direct deposited to his account. In the most recent pay period, as of the time that this article was published, on May 30th, however, a screw-up in the company's HR department resulted in him getting a check for 165,398,851 Chilean pesos, or about $183,593. Never see me again. Right? (laughs) Man, I'm across the border already. Right. (laughs) He took them. Now, I will say he did kind of mess up, which is why I'm still putting it in this uh, this segment. He took the matter to a manager to report the overpayment. Don't do that. Oh, Come man. on now. Nah, what? I haven't said nothing. Uh, which is when the HR error was discovered. The company then told him to go to his bank to initiate the return of the money. What? <laughs> I looked at Good you luck. crazy. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like, now, excuse what me, ha- sir? Michael, now what you have to do is listen to your instincts. Listen to your heart. I know that you want to do the right thing. I know that you want to give back $183,593. So at that point, I might bargain with them. Ooh, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, be like, I'll be like, look, how much to keep my job and keep this money? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got to at least keep more than half. So I got debts. Yeah. I'm like, y'all messed up. This ain't my problem. Do you know problem. how many cars I go through every month? 
<laughs> and I would have probably honestly bought like a car and a house and then told Before, them. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I already spent it. My bad though. Look, I thought it was mine. You put I, it in my account. Yeah, that's like. I thought I did really good. <laughs> yeah. And I need my vacation pay uh, days. So like. Yep. Yeah. If you go up. If you need to like fire me. So you owe me actually more money. So. <laughs> <laughs> you drive a hard bargain. Uh, so the company told him to go to the bank to initiate return of the money. He promised mm-hmm. to go there the next day, and that's exactly what he did. Gotcha. He went to the bank. Oh, he didn't? Okay. What he didn't do, however, was return the money. And after three days of calls and WhatsApp messages, the company got a message from a lawyer representing the worker offering his resignation. That's the move. Get it on legal letterhead. Uh, Let them know that there's somebody else they got to deal with. <laughs> Since then, no one at the company has heard from the worker. Man, nah, I would have, I would have just skipped town. I would probably a wall. Yeah, he. I would say he cut it close. Yeah, I'd have probably like filled out for a visa real quick, um, <laughs> gone somewhere. You know, I don't know how much you know the currency is really in dollar to like you know, get the U.S. dollar still pretty strong, I believe. Yeah, but still, I mean, we talking? Nah, man, I wouldn't. Yeah, I would bargain with them. Yeah, maybe get a lawyer. Definitely get a lawyer. <laughs> you can afford one now. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing where I'm, I didn't think about like, oh, he can afford a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I, I would probably not have even thought of a lawyer. While a windfall like that would be huge in any country, it's especially notable in Chile, where the average worker takes home roughly 1000 US per month. What? This guy is really rich. So, yeah, this dude got... Hold on. Did did it say what, comp- what type of company this was yeah, from? Or cold what cuts. Type of just- cold cuts. Cold cuts, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't got calculators. Yeah, I don't talk about pounds every day. Like, <laughs> but you can do this little slip up, this big slip up. Man, I would have fired. I would have fired the whole HR department. Yeah, that seems like their problem, really. <laughs> or accounting department. I would have hired. I would have fired all of them. Oh my goodness! But shout outs to this anonymous hero. I, I am yeah, truly inspired. That's we can a- all hope that one day you know, it'll be us in your shoes. <laughs> He basically won the lottery. He did. Oh, he absolutely <laughs> did. Man. Do you think you do you think they will get their money back though? Um, uh, I don't know. If it does go to court. I mean, the, the, we're talking about Chilean law too. I really don't know how that works. Uh, I think he keeps it. I, I think hope he keeps it. I, I'm saying like even they, like if they, they go in put law, it in his account. That's what I'm saying. Like it's <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you guys owe me another thousand dollars actually. <laughs> yeah, I did the math really quick. And, uh, oh my goodness! It turns out you're supposed to be paying me for all the time I spent in the bathroom, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm shocked right now. This is like, this is like one of those one things like you wish it would happen to you, mm-hmm. but when it does, you don't know what to do. Like you get a, a message in the mail. It's like, hi, uh, I'm writing from the estate of your estranged great great uncle, Count. Uh, Vladivostok von Arpentheimer or something. We have a castle for you. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know, know what to do in this situation. Like the whole lawyer thing, I wouldn't think of. Well, now you can though. Yeah, yeah. Now I you mean, got it in your head. Yeah, but my thing is, I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know who to tell. I'll be like, well, Shame. first nobody. Yeah, I mean nobody. Yeah, that's the thing. Michael, I would the be scared name of the tell. segment. The name of the segment. <laughs> Nobody has to know. So I'll be scared to tell people. All right. I was hoping uh, we could get into the material that's been sent to us now. Okay. Ooh, the mailbag. No, again, this is a full 
broadsheet. This is the whole show. So from here on <laughs> gotcha. out, we are being co-piloted by Mr. Jewel. By the fans. That's right. And you can do this too if you want. We we will dance like puppets to whatever you send us. So first question, it. pertinent question. What are you drinking? Why isn't it stronger? And what your worst experience with underestimating an unfamiliar beverage? That's yeah. exactly how it was written. So I th- yeah, I think the view, I think the, I said I was going to say viewers, uh, but the listeners. Maybe they have active imaginations. They picture us in their minds. No, eye. so the thing is the last episode, you guys started talking about like what you guys are drinking and the Bud Light and all that. Oh, yeah. So terrible. I think they never found out we were really drinking. And until now. Oh, always. Yeah. Yeah. We've always been Responsibly. drinking. We always drank. We always. Uh, Responsibly. Yep. And we drink and we pod and we talk and and today we're going today this? we're drinking uh huh Spence I thought you were gonna tell us oh we're drinking it half is, and half no we're not <laughs> <laughs> it's called pink ting mm-hmm. and then I forget the it's a Zaya rum there we go well, two ingredient concoction uh, a very delicious rum yes. And uh, some pink grapefruit soda. There we go. Product of Jamaica. So that's what we're drinking. And, it tastes uh, incredible. Yeah, it does taste really good. Uh, it's not stronger because, Michael, you have to drive after this, right? I'll drive with my I knees. Don't, I don't. Well, yeah, but you want to do that like under the limit, ideally. <laughs> and yeah, also, well, you shouldn't drive with your knees. You said you were going to stop doing definitely, that. Definitely, definitely, definitely. With my driving record, I definitely <laughs> have uh, listeners. I've it's another accident, but we won't talk about it. And yeah, uh, I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get photos of all the cars you've driven <laughs> over the past six months, and I'm gonna put together a video slideshow of them all, and all the photos you've taken them of, of them like up on the side of the road, just like 90 degrees yeah. pointed straight up, smashed to bits. Over that song, it's like, who can say where did they go? Holy time. Dude, and this was my fault. So it's going to make you cry. Like this was, this was, I honestly think about it a lot now. <laughs> like, now I really think about like when bad things come in threes, like this is the third one. And it's. And Most it's people don't fault. have car accidents come in threes. That's my thing. Like, and it's like back to back. Less than a year. You are I think less than six months, maybe. Right? I, it is less than six months. Yeah, less Absolutely. than six months had three car accidents, two cars totaled, and then one in the shop right now. Hmm. It hurts yeah. to listen to. Next one. What's the next one? Next one is, uh, what are you drinking? Why is it stronger? Your worst experience with underestimating an unfamiliar beverage. The worst experience. I will tell you, um, Jewel, this is a Jewel story, actually. This could, this, let's turn this back around. Let's turn this back around. <laughs> let's bite the hand that feeds us. Yeah, let's turn this back around. Uh, so I don't know if you guys know who Jewel is. Jewel is a... Uh, friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. Our good friend. friend. Of all three of us. Um, cool guy, honestly. I think uh, I know what you're going to be talking about here. Yeah, so this guy, um, when I met Joel, I uh, he was cool as like off bat, really connected with him. Uh, the first time I started drink, we drank. I drank in front of him. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Hey, Michael, come over here." Pulled me by the shoulder. <laughs> he sounds just like that local uh, to the bar. Picture an NFL linebacker pulls out this big old flask and is like. In his jacket, coat, uh, what is it called? A blazer. Pulls it out, and it's like this clear bottle. It's like this clear bottle with some words on it. I didn't see it. And I was like, oh, hold on. What is this? Because there's a bartender right in front of us, and he's pouring shots. (laughs) (laughs) 
for it was like three people. Oh, this was at an actual bar. Yeah, this was at not a. It was like it was at a. It was at a little party. Okay. Like, but oh, I was yeah, at like yeah, a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so, and then he just was like, "Okay, drink." And I and I the I don't know what it is mysterious substance. So I don't know what I did, but I I normally smell before I eat anything. Oh, don't do that with this. So, so I did that, and I'm telling you, it blew all my nose hairs. <laughs> like, and he's just like. He's like, Mike, what are you doing? Drink it. And I'm like, oh, no. Drank it. I'm telling you, like, it was one of those things, like, where you, like, instantly, like, want a gag. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, it's like you getting knocked upside the head with a sledgehammer. Yeah, it was. It's, it's uh, Baiju, I think it's pronounced. There we I'm probably go. probably messing that up. But. And it was, like, 50. It was, like, I think uh, 200 poof <laughs> or 300 proof. No. <laughs> And that honestly, close. that honestly like sobered me up. That's not like that sobered me up. Like I like my senses came back to normal. Like, <laughs> like oh my no. smell, my smell, my hearing, my taste, all that just came back. No, that's into not action. That, that's not how that works, though. I mean, twenty minutes later, it got back down. But <laughs> when I first drank it, it was it is like a slap in the face. The stuff. Yeah, it was a rough. I'm talking about. It was one of those like, hey, it's clear your throat. You feel it. Baiju, if anybody else have had it. <laughs> Especially you could tell your, your, your time when you had it. Well, um, I was actually going to tell a different one. Oh, go ahead. A bunch of my friends dragged me to this bar in D.C. once. And when we get there, there's a $15 cover charge just to get in the door. Gosh. Steep, right? That is definitely steep. But once you get inside, unlimited well drinks until like, you know, two in the morning. Oh, like so that's worth it. Right, right, right. yeah. But we get in there, and I, I think to myself, to make any money off of this, there's a ton of people here. Yeah. You know, pre-COVID. So it was like absolutely, I mean, I guess now it's all back to normal or whatever. But uh, it was just jammed full of people. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, no matter how much money they're pulling from covers, they are, if, if they're giving people full strength drinks in these quantities, they're going to be running out of liquor and running out of money. They're yeah. watering these down. Yeah. Right. So, and probably like the cheapest stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like aristocrat, whatever. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just half Burnett's, half water. <laughs> uh, so I decide, you know, I paid $15 to get in here. I'm, I'm going to get my money's worth. Yeah. There we go. So I have nine drinks. There we go. Realized after the ninth one that they hadn't really been watering them down. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, I just had nine full strength drinks in the span of about. An hour. Was it like a bartender where they <laughs> yeah, were actually yeah. making drinks? And yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. And that was one of the worst nights and mornings and following days uh, that I've ever experienced. Because I, oh I had to drive God. back down. I had to drive four hours the next day. What the? And I was, I hadn't thrown up since the third grade. Oh, God. And I ruined my streak. Damn. Brutal. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the first time I ever blacked out. I don't know if I should be even saying this story, but the first time I That's ever you know blacked out, the first time I ever blacked out, like I thought I went hard. I didn't black out. I never blacked out even like in, when I turned 21, 22, like, you know, mid, All like strong, so strong whole drinks, you know, like <laughs> ages, you know, I I think I was like, at that huh? point I was like 23. So I was like two years in of mm. drinking in public. Thought you had your feet uh, underneath you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thought um, you were ready. Yeah. So uh, tell me why um, I live pretty close to 
many bars to a bar strip mm. at that time. Friends came over, parked. We started drinking in the backyard. And then while we're walking to 7-Eleven, we keep drinking, taking shots of this. Uh, while you're walking. Yeah, while we're walking, taking shots. And then like just, more gulps, more gulps, just gulps. <laughs> taking gulps. Yeah, gulps of this like Ugh. liquor. Um, then we get there, we buy, I think we buy like, uh, like monsters and Red Bulls. Yeah, keep it going. Yeah, there we go. Oof. And then, and then we get in the Uber, go to, Uber, go to, go to the strip, start drinking it more oh, no. and more and more and more. And then, and the thing is at one point is like, we had to finish a bottle like before going in. Uh. So before we head in, we were like gulps again. <laughs> and then we get in there and we start drinking again. Oh, and then, Michael, and no. but then I was the first one that blacked out. <laughs> and so I was Mr. like, big gulps. yeah, so I was, get, I was getting, I got, supposedly I got care. Oh, so I wake up and I'm like in sweats. I'm on a, I'm on a tile floor. <laughs> My head is like pounding. Do you even know what building you're in? No, like I didn't know where I was, <laughs> honestly. It's like, we wake up like, what the heck happened? And then I had like bumps on my head, <laughs> like all over. I had bumps on my head. I felt like I twisted my ankles both ways. Uh, I felt like I twisted my knee up. Every bone in my body hurt, basically. <laughs> got up and got up. I was like, where the heck am I? And you're then, just having the moment like in, uh, in Candyman where she wakes up in the strange apartment. There's like a dog, like a, a dead dog. <laughs> People screaming, police sirens, loud yeah. music, <laughs> no idea what's happening. Dude, and then I and then I see I have so I have all my stuff in my pockets, I have my phone, I have my wallet, everything. That's keys. good. Yeah. Uh look around me. There's random people, none of my friends <laughs> <laughs> around me. So I wake up and I'm like, where the heck am I? Oh no, I'm leaving this place. <laughs> so where, I leave. Where are you? I'll let so, you get to it. I'll so you get to I leave. It. Yeah, let me get. To, I leave. My phone is dead. So I walk. I get out the Ooh. how. I get out the place where I'm at. I, I'm like, it's like a house. Yeah, and I'm like, where the heck? So I just start walking, figure out like where I'm at. I guess I'm you still find like the road. And yes, follow it. yeah. Just go, and then I like re- start recognizing things. So I'm like, okay, I could walk home from here. Doing the sad whole hitchhike. Yeah, I charged my phone when I got home. Fell asleep. Woke up, start called my friends like, yo, what happened? <laughs> like, where was I? This and that. He's like, dude, you blacked out. We all blacked out. And then he's like, he's like, but you were in my, uh, basically what happened is like one of my friends called his roommate mm. to pick us up and his friends were the ones I was like next to. So his roommate's friends were the ones I was next to. Mm, so and, he just wanted into the other house? Yeah. So basically it was, yeah. Where do the bumps on your head come from? Oh, they dropped me. <laughs> i'm a heavy person so definitely at that time i was probably like 180 dead weight that feel like five thousand pounds like, like got you by the arms and legs and it's like your head just clanging off yeah. every fire hydrant they you were passed. like dude you were they were like dude you were so heavy we dropped you like 50 times oh like and and it's supposedly like i would always go head first like just <laughs> boom boom on like sidewalks michael on, murphy's law rios yeah Mr. it was just down. it was just and i remember i got a like like a haircut next week and my barber was like <laughs> Yo, where are these bumps are why's your head shaped so weird <laughs> they're like did you get in a fight did you <laughs> like have you been beaten and i'm like i'm like no i was drunk and they're like oh my goodness <laughs> uh but yeah it was it was it was jeez uh, yeah i think everybody has those no, stories. Not quite like that, I think. 
No, that one that one, that was my first time ever blacking out. Like, that's above and like fully like, I don't remember nothing about my life in that span <laughs> of hours. Oh. But yeah, that was Jim Bean that did that to me. Jimmy Bean, hate that guy. <laughs> Kick his ass. <laughs> ever since then, I never drink it. But fair yeah. enough. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't want to go back to that. Well, I think now is a good time to segue into a, a segment we haven't done for a bit. Ooh. For one reason or another. That's right. We're diving headfirst into the microwave. Ooh. This is one that I don't know. No, you do. You do. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, actually, I-, I need you to tell me how long to cook this uh, This one. Okay. Well, you you've some. told me, you've given me vague hints there for a, a few days now about a story about hell. <laughs> so how long do we put on the timer for this? Two minutes or three minutes or five minutes. Oh, <laughs> three very different numbers. Maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a half. So my thing is, it's not my own wave. It's someone that implanted these waves in me and I can't stop thinking about them. Oh. And I just keep thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. You know what? Let's just, no timer. Let's see where this takes us. I don't, I don't so want to. So basically, uh, I don't know if a lot of people... Um, I think we've talked about it. I'm really like about like being tall and I kind of like obsessive with, not obsessive with, but like, I want to be tall. Mm-hmm. I want to be that tall guy that you look in the room and you're just like, gosh, that guy's tall. You know, you don't like hanging out with me very much, do you? So I kind of don't like being around other tall people. <laughs> yeah. So, so Spencer is like six, four, four ish. And I'm like six foot ish. Mm. <laughs> All mm. right. I'm a little under there, but <laughs> Basically, but like, you know, people, different people have different, um, you know, like some people have longer legs, longer mm. torsos. Yeah. And so I went along torso mm-hmm. because of this reason. There was this guy that told me and it was like, this guy was like very biblical. Okay. He was like a friend of mine and he told me, but so he around, was like very around like. Around your age. Yeah. Yeah. He was around my, and he told me that he told me, he started describing like what hell is like. Okay. And he was like, you, do you know in hell? He's like, you have no limbs. <laughs> He's like, you, it's just your torso and your head, basically. And he basically saying, say, he said that like, it's good to have like a long torso because <laughs> you'll be able to wiggle around. <laughs> <It's>, what? <laughs> yeah, he said this. You're still in hell. Yeah. You he, can't wiggle out of hell. But basically like to move around. You, uh-huh. you have to wiggle. So with people with short wi- short torsos in hell, they can't wiggle that much. So they just stay at the same spot every day, you know. He did say more about it, but that's the only he part that like I remember about the wiggling. Yeah, that's the only part that I remember. Like <laughs> wishing I had a longer torso and wishing I'd be tall to get a long torso. And basically, he, Michael, do you think you're going to hell? No, but if I do. I need I need a long torso. <laughs> that, that wiggle leverage. <laughs> and so the, all, after this, I was like a, I was like in middle school and he told me this. Okay. No, he was like older than me and he all told right. me this. Um he was probably like my older brother's age. Right. And How old is that? Like two, two, three probably years? Probably like six years older okay. than me around there. So he 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 has a sound mind. I don't. And everything everything <laughs> and I and I really do believe him. Like I really do still believe that. And I try researching it, and they do talk about a little bit about that, but not too well, much. I've never heard this. And he said it was in the Bible. I don't I, know. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, but it scared me. <laughs> and so now 
I always look at people with long torsos like, gosh, you're lucky. <laughs> you're going to be the devil's <laughs> least favorite troublemaker. Yeah. Wiggling around. Just wiggling around. And I can't <laughs> stop thinking about this. And I want to be have a long torso. It's a hell full of people slugs. Yeah. But people, when people ask me, like, why, it's like, I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> what about people who got no limbs in real life? <sighs> They're out there. Yes, but like, Craig will tell but you I'm, about the one who came to the school as a motivational speaker. Yes, but I'm saying, like, very impressed he, by that you know, guy. I don't think, it, well, I actually didn't think, I didn't ask if they have wheelchairs down there. I don't but, think they, I don't <laughs> think they do. I don't think they care about the Americans yeah. with Disabilities Act in hell. But uh, yeah, they have no ramps. They just got, <laughs> yeah, they're just torsos. And that's a scary thought. <laughs> scary thoughts. Scary thoughts. Very scary thought. Not to get too religious, but yes. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I don't think this is in the Bible. He said it was, man. I tried researching it. Is it possible that he liked messing with you? He he probably was messing with me because he was such <laughs> older age than me. And I feel like I was at that young age. like He's very impressionable. Hey, yeah, like this is like, you the know. The word gullible is written on the ceiling. Exactly. And I was just like, I'm just like, but I can't stop thinking about it. Like I think about it like. I think about it here and there, like if I'm driving somewhere, I think about it. If I see a guy with like a long torso, or if a person just says God, torso, me. they used to tell me the word torso, I think about that, you know? Because I didn't even know what it, like at that time, I didn't know what your, even your torso was. <laughs> and he explains to me like, your oh, trunk. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's your body. <laughs> Don't know if that's a microwave or not, but. I, I think, uh, let's, let's, let's hit it there. <laughs> Done. Ding. Ding. Goodness. Wow. That is not where I thought that was going to go. Uh, don't say torso, Rumi. <clears throat> you just said it like, like 25 times. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, too, like, I the first time I said that out loud was uh, to my brothers, and they laughed at me. Then I never <laughs> said it again. Then I told someone else, like a friend, like, did you hear this? And they huh. laughed at me as well. <laughs> and then I never... Stopped, then I laughed at you. Then, just now. then I stopped ever saying it again. And then I recently told someone, like, told a group of like about this, mm. and they were like laughing as well. And then <laughs> now again, and then so I, I probably only I'm told like four people in my life. <laughs> I'm sorry to have let you down. <laughs> it could happen. Just saying. Uh, speaking of torturous punishments inflicted on those worthy or unworthy, I think it's about time we took a trip. No, that doesn't work. It's about time we check in on, <laughs> no, yeah, the wildlife dispatch. Ooh. Desperate to impress, the trio recites facts about animals in what ornithologists call the wildlife dispatch. And what happens next is truly extraordinary. This was sent in, get this, by a friend of the show, Jewel B. Jewel B. Reading from uh, the British tabloid known as the Mirror.co.uk. Psychotic seagull stalking man, leaving him soaked in blood and a hostage in his own home. What the? <laughs> this uh, that's the headline as written. These damn seagulls. A psychotic seagull. Now, uh, knowing Jewel in real life, the man loves some. Seagull crime. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, he love he loves when seagulls are behaving badly. Do you think this is a this is like a uh, 
uh, I hate birds situation. For Jewel or for the guy who's getting stalked by the yeah, like Jewel, seagull? like Jewel. I hate birds as well, but I know you do. <laughs> I, I no, I think he's rooting for them oh, in some re- sick, twisted way. <laughs> I think he wants to see a, an Alfred Hitchcock the bird style scenario where flocks of of seagulls and birds of the like are terrorizing people the world over, hmm. trapping them in phone booths, pecking their eyes out. He probably as long as he's in command of the swarm. <laughs> Martin Green, 62, feels like a prisoner in his own home thanks to a psycho seagull, which attacks him every time he steps out. Sorry, this says attacks him every times he steps outside, yet leaves his wife alone. What the? This man did something to this bird. What the? I don't know what. Fishing expert Martin Green claims the fuming bird left him covered in blood during one recent attack, the Daily Star reports. Martin says that while the seagull regularly tries to attack him, it leaves his wife, Julie, alone. Describing the male bird, Martin said, quote, Every time I go out, a seagull comes down and has a go at me. <laughs> the other day he came down and swooped up behind me and stabbed me in the top of the head. I was left with blood trickling down the back of my head. It was really painful. And for four or five days, I had a raging infection which might have been from the seagull. <laughs> Man, I would have shot that seagull. I'd throw the rock at it. Good luck hitting a moving bird. They can fly. What is it? Hit two birds with one stone? Well, you're lucky if you hit one bird with (laughs) ten stones. Especially if you're 62. Come on. If he's coming close to pick your head, he could. He's behind you. He's got the back of the head. He got an element of surprise on you. Oh, my goodness. Do not let a seagull get a drop on you, Michael. Stamp seagull. Game over. Martin, who trains angling coaches, he teaches the teachers, Michael, Ooh. how to fish. You go, you do any fishing on your vacation? We'll get back to that. No, no, I didn't do that. Uh, added, the male is just one of a mob of gulls nesting in his chimney. He said, it seems to pick on me, not my wife. He's got it in for me. <laughs> Maybe he, he likes his shampoo or something. Well, there's a picture of the, the guy here. Oh, no, he, no, he's got a full head of hair. Maybe that is it. When I scrolled by really quickly before, I thought he was bald, but no. I don't know how I made that mistake. Sorry, Mr. Um, Green. Dude, I don't think seagulls... Seagulls are not that smart. No? No. Like, all birds are not that smart, I think. You ever met a parrot? Parrots, they they, they remember people. Crows. Crows are very smart. I don't know. I I just think they're You read that one about the one that uh, learned how to talk and stuff. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the way a parrot does, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopped to the elementary school and was cussing up at everybody. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I grew up with birds, like parrots and like small birds right, and right. parakeets. Like I just, I'm telling you, man, they wake up in the morning and they just keep going. I will. Oh, I, I even like had some chickens in the backyard at one point. Really? I used to hate those damn chickens. <laughs> Why? Because they, the, the, we got, we got first, we got, first we got a little chicken mm. that wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't cluck. Then we got a rooster. <laughs> That'll fix that. Oh man, that guy yeah, was. The roosters are different. I don't like roosters. And that guy came full grown to us. Like oh, yeah. the, the baby chicken was a like just hatched first. It was like a little chick, and yep. then it turned into chicken. But the rooster came full grown, and that guy was squawking. Yeah, it was every morning. I hate roosters. Yeah, even when it was snowing, he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was going at it. I don't know how. Night. I don't even know how. He never got called the cops on us. Contrary to popular belief, roosters don't just crow when the sun's up. They'll crow 
any goddamn time they want. Yeah. And it's annoying as hell. No, but when the sun comes out, they're active, more active. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, that's that, when I, at that point, it just doesn't stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But those nah. do it at random times throughout the night. No, I threw a rock. Yeah, I threw a rock at that bird a couple of times. Did you, did you connect? Uh, sometimes, what? but that, that, that rooster would not die, dude. That rooster did not die until, like, he did. <laughs> did you kill the rooster with a rock? I did. I didn't, but it was. Who did? It was like it was like times for him to go. What happened? We do. We caught him, and it was chicken dinner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what's funny too is we only gave him bird feed, like from the store. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we only have him. We only had him for like less than a year, probably like eight months. That was it, huh? Like, yeah, it started, like, I think we did have them for, like, when it snowed. And then they were, like, getting, like, really sick. And we were, like, are we? we so if you ever is- had a roommate who annoyed you enough, within eight months, you would kill, cook, and eat him? <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was, dude, it was just time for them to go. And it was, <laughs> dude, them, that things was out of a hand, I'm telling you. They started. They started running away. Then, like a fox tried to kill them. A, you and a foxes, raccoon, man. yeah, a raccoon tried to kill them. Like they were just a possum tried to kill them. A possum, uh, yeah. Ooh, like they, they was, cared. There was just all types. All types of animals were trying to kill them, and we were like, we can't let them kill them. <laughs> this rooster had a hit out on him by yeah. the rest of the woodland creatures in your neighborhood. It, it was just everybody was like. Yo, where's this chicken at? Like <laughs> pissed off the forest yeah. mob. And then the thing is too, they would like kill the grass. They would like eat the grass. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah they would eat the grass, and it was like all dirt. Like it they was like, try to put any grass seed down. That's dessert. Yeah, exactly. And then we try to do that too. First, like mm. the grass was dying. We we're like, all right, let's put some grass seed down, and that thing didn't work. They were eating that too, and yep. it was just well, yeah, yeah. Free we would seed. E- we would even dig it up. They would undig it, like get their claws in. <laughs> You'd bury it, and they just. Up yeah. it goes. But uh, those two chickens, I forget their name. I don't even know if we named them. <laughs> That's the chicken story. Or the bird story of my life. I hate them. There's another seagull story here. A double dispatch. Ooh. If you're ready. Double dispatch. From whalesonline.co.uk. They seem <laughs> to have a bigger seagull problem than we do here. Murder gulls seen eating live birds and rats thanks to pandemic. What the? I, I'm not really sure how that follows, but I, I haven't read the article yet. I, I didn't do any preparation. <laughs> so this is your first time reading it? Yes. Okay, okay. Emphatically, yes. Okay. Seagulls that kill and eat other birds while they're still alive. Hang on. All right. <laughs> Problem one. Seagulls that kill other birds while they are still alive. Kill what? other birds. While they're still alive. What is the alternative? Kill them when they're dead. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'm just going to leave it. I'll allow it. Uh, have been seen feasting on pigeons and rats since the COVID lockdown, residents claim. Bloodthirsty murder gulls have been spotted attacking and pecking to death helpless pigeons along canals. A phenomenon neighbors have uh, neighbors said have... I give up. A phenomenon neighbors said has increased... Since the start of the pandemic, <laughs> vicious gangs of the killer gulls roamed the waterways of the capital, searching for other sources of food due to reduced human activity. Uh, are, wait, 
Okay, this article, oh my God, these sentences are so long and they lose what they're doing. Is this a blog post? No, it's whalesonline.co.uk. Full of blogs. Well, no, full articles. <laughs> Might as well be blogs. I don't think they have an editor. Vicious gangs of the killer gulls. Okay, subject. Okay. Roamed the waterways of the capital. So the, we're in the predicate now. Good. Searching for other sources of food due to reduced human activity. Are devouring rival birds in broad daylight. That's, they're just, it's not my fault. They fucked up that sentence. That's a run-on <laughs> sentence. Not my fault. <laughs> These bastards. Oh, we invented the bloody language. Yeah, well, we fucked it up. Joel, if you don't send these people <laughs> yes, please. an email saying they need, they need to fix their editing. I'll do that, it. I don't yeah, care. That whales.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Have you ever seen anything like this? Just like birds causing a scene? Because I, I, I grew up around the beach. For a while, and uh, so they cause a scene out on the beach. Oh uh, well, tourists cause it really because they'll see a seagull, and be like, "Oh, a cute little bird! Oh, I want some <laughs> breadcrumbs." There you go. And as soon as you give one seagull one breadcrumb, it signals two hundred thousand of its closest friends, <laughs> and they mob you. <laughs> That's so, so, it. so, what do you think? What type of what type of birds are more um, go harder? You could say. Um, City birds or like country birds or like oh city birds yeah city birds city birds every time really oh yeah well because they're not afraid of people really or they're at least way less afraid of people so I think you know country, people got French fries so I think yeah the beach those beach birds you're mm-hmm. talking about they're less scared of people like, oh yeah they'll I, come right up to you yeah they'll come right on you like beach birds they will sloop sloop <laughs> get your hot dog right with your hand. They will. They don't care. Yeah. I'm telling What are you, you going to do? I remember I dropped a cookie. I was going to pick it up because I was like, hey, no littering, you know. Mm-hmm. A bird yeah, took it. Like, ah. As soon as I was like bending down already. <laughs> bird oh, how old were you? I was how like, devastating was this to you? So I remember it. So I was like over, I was like maybe seven-ish because oh, man, that's brutal. I was still in elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I remember my mom just laughing about it, but. Yeah, actually, there's like another story. Yeah, my mom told me. I think it was, it's about my brother, I think. Or was it me? I forget. <laughs> but it was that like, uh, do you know the, like the wharf in D.C.? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like uh, it's basically a uh, a wharf. I don't know what to describe it. It's Picture a wharf. Do a Google image search for wharf. Yeah, it's like where they with sell. A, with an H-A, not an O. Where they sell crabs and it's like where you, like you're kind of on top of them. yeah. And you kind of like fall and you see like the crabs, live crabs. You see like fish, dead fish. Or like uh, down below. Yeah, down below. But you're like above. At the water them. line. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think my brother fell. Like mm. they, were playing, they were playing around. I think this was before I was born or, mm. or I was too little or something. But you heard it. Or yeah, she tells this story all the time. Like <laughs> where, where basically one of us fell and all the crabs were like pinching us. <laughs> <laughs> and... And basically, that like everybody was shocked, and like that's when they put like a rope around. It was because of your family, <laughs> yeah. Because back then they didn't have a rope. It was that. It was just like you know, no like, one would fall down into the crab zone. Exactly. Would they? No one spent any time in the crab zone. <laughs> and every time we went back, it was that like that rope was because of us. Oh, they had to put up an electrified <laughs> fence. I wonder where that is. Must be to keep the crabs out. But yeah, it was it was so funny. But so but supposedly they gave her like free crabs. <laughs> Maybe yeah, that's because, a soup. Yeah, because they were hanging off your brother. Like, yeah, you just take these home. 
<laughs> and this is like the 2000s, like 90, like, you know, late 90s. Pre-9-11. Yeah. Pre-9- <laughs> I can just do stuff. Yeah. So freaking funny. But uh, yeah, that's my uh, your crab, crab story. Crab dispatch. <laughs> oh, goodness. Still like crabs, though. That's good. Yeah, I think my, yeah, my whole family still likes crabs. We just love oh, that story. They look weird, but they taste great. <laughs> All right. Another question. Provenance uh, Jewel B. Have you ever ding-dong ditched or had it done to you? So I've ding-dong ditched multiple times. That makes sense. Yeah. Multiple know. times. Multiple times. And uh, hotel rooms, uh, apartment buildings, which was not normal time, <laughs> houses. Um. Yeah, that was the funnest time of my life. I don't know. I don't know if I ever been dinged on, dished on. Though. You ever get in trouble? No, never. Oh no. no I mean, my co- maybe one of my cousins have. Oh, she wasn't fast enough. Oh, you left her behind. <laughs> That's cold. You get left behind. If you're not fast enough, come on now. If you're not fast you enough, never leave somebody behind. Come on now. Come on. I actually do remember. Um, my brother's ding dong ditched, and we were on our bicycles. And it was like we had to like go roll down this hill, and we rolled down this hill. And this uh, like old lady, I was scared of hills at the time. Right, you <laughs> still got kind of a height thing, right? Huh? Yeah, it was. I, no, it was like I don't know what it was, but it, I was just super scared of it. Yeah, but I am scared of heights as well. But um, and then this old lady, like like she was like running or walking or something. She stopped me, like stopped right in front of my bike, uh, grabbed my handlebars, stopped what? me. Yes. Wait, but while you were moving or before you got moving? Oh, well, like now I'm like fully stopping, like fully stopping not to right, But So you were moving. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was rolling down this hill yeah, yeah. on my bicycle. Okay, okay. Um, And I'm I'm old. I'm probably like uh, maybe, 65, fifth, maybe, 70. maybe fifth grade. And she was, yeah, so, she was like in her maybe late 60s. And she was like, do you guys? And I'm thinking like, oh, my goodness, this is like the ding, dosh, ding dong ditch lady. Like. <laughs> <laughs> she finally tracked yeah, us down. Yeah, she finally knew like we kept doing her house or something. Yeah. But it was a random house, so we didn't know. Like we were doing right, it, you like, have no idea who. Yeah, it was. we were doing like on our way to the store or something. <laughs> just like a yeah, it was just mission. like you know, like a yeah, a regular day, you know. And my brothers already ditched me. Like they are long gone. I don't <sighs> see them anymore. This old lady like stops me. Uh, she's like, "Do you know? I see you children every day." Going down this hill and like basically saying like, did you know when I was little, I went down a hill and I like busted my head with no helmet and, <laughs> and I died and I got all these stitches. I got 50, 50 ish stitches or something like that. And I was just like, I was like super scared because she showed me her scar on her head. Oh, oh, this was yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. Like she showed me her scar because like she was like missing hair. What? Yeah, she said, "Look, do you see?" No, you she like flipped it over, what? and I'm like, "I'm like, oh shoot, what the fuck?" <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. And she's like, "Where's your mom? I'm gonna find her. What house do you live in?" This and that. I'm like, "Oh yeah, sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue." And then this is where I ding dodge. They like ding dong ditch her. I was like, "Yeah, let me like it's over here." Like, and then I just. <gasps> Wait, wait, so you just took her to a random house? No, I just started pulling faster. Oh. <laughs> After she like, because she was on my handlebars. Oh, she was like, like she was, the whole time. She grabbed my handlebars. Like, so she large, was holding on. Large to, moment. She was like, like on 
grabbing me basically the whole time. Right. Yeah. And, and so then the when she, she when, yeah, go. when she second she lets go, I was like, What did she think was gonna happen? I don't know, but I'm telling you, I was just like, What the heck? And I catch up to my brothers. I'm like, Yo, this old lady, like, <laughs> tell me this, this, and this, just their and they're off. just like laughing. They're like, Dude, pedal faster. Why did you break? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah. I was in D.C. once uh, on a trip and had it was me and some friends. We were, we were like ninth to tenth grade, uh, <laughs> relatively unsupervised. We just uh, we were at a we we're at a metro station, and there's I don't know if you for those of you who haven't been to the D.C. metro, there's uh, right there's a little concrete strip that's right you know that's right next to the tracks. And then there's sort of a I don't know. It's not brick. It's that little knobbly. Oh, it's, it's like, yeah, pavement. it's like a little like bumps. Yeah. So little, like, little bumps to let you know that, you know, even if you can't see it, you still feel the yeah. weird texture. Like, oh, I'm right next to where the subway pulls up or the metro pulls up. Uh, I guess my friends and I must have been standing on the knobbly bumpy part. Yeah. And there's this old, old man. This he's got, He looked like a Lord of the Rings wizard in the face. <laughs> and he, he comes up and uh, he, he looks to be about 250 uh and he's like you <laughs> he points at us what the and we're looking at each other like should we just run now and not do anything but while we're frozen there he's like don't you know how dangerous it is to stand where you're standing what like, the oh i mean like i get I, yeah, yeah we're pretty like we kind of look at each other like, yeah, I guess we're pretty close to the tracks, but like, we're not, you know, we're not jumping around. We're not yeah. leapfrogging over each other or whatever. We're probably fine. Like, don't you know that that pavement you're standing on is fragile? Fragile. And underneath, <laughs> guess what's down there? <laughs> the train. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, we're at this point, we, no one knows how to react. We're just like, oh. He, goes, he points at us again. He goes, spikes. Spikes. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's a death trap. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell is it? At this point, do you guys like look like we okay, just got on crazy? The, we, we walked to the other side because like, tra- another train had just pulled up on the other side, not the okay. one we wanted. We just got on that one. Yeah. Oh, you just like <laughs> no idea where we were going. We're just like, let's leave. What the heck? I haven't thought about this in forever. So what's funny is what's funny is there's that bumpy strip. Okay, right. so there's it, like it, where like, you stand, bumpy strip, and right. then it's like. The another uh, yeah another little yeah. strip of the concrete light. with a little circular lights yeah there we the go flash from the yeah yeah what the so heck? and we were like yeah we were probably doing something stupid we were in ninth or tenth grade yeah uh and it is not a great place to loiter but, you know right next to the track but the he he could have left it there and would have been like all right yeah all right yeah. old timer you got us we'll move but to take it three or four levels beyond that into at any moment this pavement could crack beneath your feet and send you tumbling down into the indiana jones death trap beneath (laughs) you (laughs) maybe he thought you guys were like younger than maybe and was like was like like, these kids will believe anything yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) or maybe that's what he told his like great 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 grandkid it was just like it doesn't work so well in like 14 15 16 year olds yo i would have been like (laughs) i would have looked at this man and be like I would have probably jumped. (laughs) (laughs) Jumped and tried to knock it down. You're like, (laughs) no, don't do that. You fool. (laughs) You know, not the powers you play with. (laughs) That's hilarious. Anyway, the, uh, the reason that I asked that question or that co-author Jewel asked that question is because of an (laughs) article that he submitted from 2018 
there's a, a helpful little reminder at the top of the page that says this article is more than four years old, but we'll read it anyway. <laughs> it's news to me. <laughs> Pakistan recalls envoy from India in Ding Dong over harassment claims. I think this this is the Guardian.com, another British publication. They use words the ding in foolish ways. <laughs> I think they're using ding dong as a synonym for argument. I've never heard that in my life. Okay. All right. Uh Diplomacy between India and Pakistan can involve high-stakes negotiation, subtle messaging, and the ever-present threat of nuclear war. Sometimes it involves ringing someone's doorbell in the middle of the night and running away. Islamabad has recalled its high commissioner to Delhi for consultations amid a row between the neighboring countries about the alleged harassment of each country's diplomats and their families. The mistreatment allegedly includes tailing the cars of high commission officials, cutting off water and electricity supplies, and ringing the doorbells of senior diplomatic staff at 3 a.m. and then fleeing. Gosh. So these are grown adults, <laughs> diplomats, high-ranking people in their respective state governments who are doing what you and your dumb friends did <laughs> to that old lady. Well, now this makes me feel like this should be a grown-up thing. <laughs> Like we should we should be embracing it more as adults. Yeah, like I don't even know how. Like, why did we stop? Yeah, why? Damn. Yeah, at what age do you phase out of the that? The only thing holding us back is us. <laughs> what the <laughs> heck? I wish someone did that. You wish someone did it to you? So I would no. I wish at I would 3 like. I wish I would like. Let's say if they did do it, they're running, and I see them like I answer the door or something, and see them while they're running. I'm like, hey, and it's like this. <laughs> 52 year old bald man. Yeah, just like, I'm like, dude, you. It's like wearing suspenders. <laughs> just going, <laughs> why did it, Why did we phase out of it? Why did we phase out of it? Man? Why did you phase out of it? I don't know. That's my thing. I, I was know. a good kid. I never did it. I got to ask you this one. Oh, yeah. We would ding dong. Oh, man. I never did it on my own, though. I never did it was like, hey. Well, no, that's, it's like, you know, drinking alone, right? Yeah. There we you go. don't want to be seen <laughs> living that way. Yeah, I never did that. But I would pound on the door. By yourself? Like, let's say, no, well, not me, but oh, I'm saying like, we would in like, the group. yeah, in the group, we would kick it sometimes. Kick it? Yeah, kick the door. You got to make it loud. <laughs> yeah, that's how they identify you, right? The shoe print. Is that what it is? Probably. Would have seen you like getting a, worried now? They would have seen like a size six for kids. You vandal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good times. That's right. That was so. <laughs> that was so thrilling. That was like the thrill of your life. Oh no, you are going to start doing this again, aren't oh, you? Oh my goodness. No. Man. Do your neighbors have doorbells? Huh? Do they? I think they do actually. Oh no. But we would never use a doorbell. Oh, you just kick it. Or maybe back then you didn't have doorbells. Not a lot of people had them. Maybe. Oh. We would always yeah kick it, <laughs> or hit it, or knock it. <laughs> What's next, Spence? Well, we got a couple of things. One of them, I think, you know what? I, I'm going to segue here into, well, I'll just read the email as written. Using the Socratic method, find out what Michael learned in his 20 years of Sunday school about theology. Oh, my goodness. And his spiritual rationale for exterminating the gulls, you know, the murder gulls, the seagulls, or allowing them to continue to exist. All right. So, so. let me, I'll start. The Socratic method means that I ask questions, you answer. Like, no matter what you say, I, I come back with a question. Okay, okay. I think. It's been a while since I learned about it. Gotcha. If I'm wrong, please write in to mailbox at neverbetter.show and uh, 
Tell me so. I don't care. So on on some background, I did go to I did go to uh, church school, mm-hmm. but it was like to like get baptized. But it was not like Sunday school. It was, it was like Thursday school. Yeah, Thursday night school. Like you know to become confirmed. Part of, yeah, confirmed and part of the religion and Catholic and all that. And I also was assistant catechist. Like assistant this, teachers, yeah, yeah to uh, teach little kids. Um, I, I did that for like two years or a year. Or something. I think the catechism is like the Socratic method, right? Because it's questions, isn't it? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, it is. I okay. Think. All right. Questions and answers. Yeah, yeah. questions and answers. Yeah. Now, the Socratic method is a little less defined than the catechism anyway. Okay. So um, where do we start? What stands out most to you about the things that you learned in Sunday school? What, what, what first springs to mind? from your uh, your years of travails in the spiritual world? Well, the first, I feel like the first things that popped up is that drinking's not a sin, so. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> great place to start. I mean, they serve you wine in the church, so. I know, but I, I, don't, I don't know what it was, but I thought, I swear, I thought as a kid, like, drink, I mean, it was like my mom never drank. Mm. She till this day, like, still never drinks. And I was, she would, like, put that in my head, like, it's a sin. Well, she probably like, didn't want you to start at age 10 or something. Maybe you've been lying to me. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Well, how about uh, what do count? What what things do count as sins? 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 Uh, the seven deadly sins? You know, we all Name know them. about those. Uh, gluttony. One. Uh, greed. Two. And I'm closing my eyes to think. <laughs> it's true. He is. Greed. Um, that's two again. Wrath. That's one. Yeah. That's three. There is uh, envy. Four. There is uh-huh. is uh, jealousy. More. That's jealousy. the same thing as envy. Oh, okay. Uh, didn't know. Or you um, know, close enough. Um, you got greed, gluttony, wrath, and envy. There's three more. There's three more. Seven. Okay. Wow. So many sins. Um, <laughs> it's not that many. <laughs> Um, we got off easy. Pride. That's one, yeah. Number pride. five. Two more. And it's like sloth. That's, yep. Number six. And? And what else? Come on now. You're right there. I know all the listeners could not get this. Oh, um, they could. No, not They like already have long ago. They They've cannot. already gone they're, to sleep. They're probably Google searching this right now. <laughs> um, if you say so. I'm missing one more. You are missing one. You ever see Full Metal Alchemist? Yes. So I'm also thinking about that too for some reason. But I'm also thinking about uh, the movie Seven Oh, as well. This, um, the one you're missing was kind of a rough one. What is what is it? What is it? I give up. Lust. Lust. Dang it. Man. Lust. That's jealousy. No. What is lust? Lust is the, like, you're, you don't know what lust is? Lust is jealousy. I thought like you're like, you wanting. No, no. It's It's like. Having a wandering eye, you know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Feeling uh, lascivious feelings. Ooh, it's the temptations. Mm-hmm. I gotcha, gotcha. Lust. I actually did not know that. Yeah. I thought that was always jealousy. That's why she looked like that in Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, duh. Okay. <laughs> I thought lust was jealousy the whole time. No, envy was jealousy. Or, you know. I thought envy was like wanting someone else's life. Yeah. <laughs> That's jealousy. Okay, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> That's how much I did. 
I mean, the thing is, at mostly at the catechist school, so they taught you the words. They they it was like mostly about like the like Bible, the other books, and all that stuff, and even yeah. like even like um about saints and all that stuff, mm. and and then I remember when I was a teacher, like a te- assistant teacher, it was more about like keeping the kids controlled. <laughs> yeah. I did do my I did do like two less two lessons. Uh, once or like I mean like two lessons the whole time I was there because oh, okay. he was out like the main teacher was out and <laughs> so you mostly the place all of a sudden yeah mostly it was like it was like we played a game we played we played a naming game and then we uh, I think I told them like how strong God is <laughs> what did you tell them <laughs> I just told them that like how your, strong I was like think of the strongest thing times a thousand <laughs> 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 whoa. <laughs> That's so strong. <laughs> I honestly forget what I told him, but I did tell him to close our eyes and think of something. <laughs> now think of that thing if it was way strong. Yeah, like think of it way stronger. Like we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, it was, I don't know. Have seagulls in the articles that we've read on this very program committed any of those seven deadly sins? Definitely, definitely, definitely. They try to commit murder. Wrath. Wrath. Yep. And they were jealous of my man, so envy. They were. They wanted his wife. <laughs> probably lust. And probably some uh, gluttony for picking at him. Yeah. For French for fries and for human flesh. Yeah. Um, All right. I think we settled that one pretty conclusively. Yeah. Last one. I have a, a very special rendition of Is It Weird? Ooh. Okay. Reading from... Gmail.com. Gmail. Gmail user Jewel B asks, <laughs> Is it weird to wash your ice? Wash your ice? That's right. That is weird. All right. That is weird. Explain why. Let's use the Socratic method. Why is it weird to wash your why ice? Why is it weird? Because once you wash it, let's say a little bit of it melts off, you know? Mm-hmm. But then once you put it back in your drink, it's gonna it's gonna be dirty. No, you've washed it. How can it be sorry, Socratic method? How can it be dirty if you've just washed it? So it's still gonna be dirty. It's it's stuck around it the whole like I don't know, it's still dirty. Like okay, let's say let's say you get an ice. No, cube, okay, may, may drop I drop it on the floor. Right? You drop it on the floor. You pick it up and you wash it. No, you throw away that ice. Because <laughs> it's overall dirty. It's just it's it, you know, it's 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 still water, but it's solid. No, I'll say this doesn't really mention anything about the circumstances, like if you've already dropped it on the floor. So I was just picturing someone taking it out of the freezer, giving it a little dunk in the sink real quick. Oh. And then, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the. So I was thinking of two ways. Like, it's dir- there's, there, like, you, let's say you got some uh, dirty water <laughs> and it's iced <laughs> and you're trying to wash off. Oh, I see. So you're saying that the water that you're washing it with yeah. is the water that. You froze to make the ice. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I, I was mean, thinking like I was thinking help. like that. And if let's say you drop an ice cube and you want to use it still, mm-hmm. um, you actually took it a step further than I did there. Yeah. No, I was thinking like that. But yeah, yeah. That is. I don't know if it's. I feel like I've the, never heard of anybody doing this. I should say. So I've, it's it's a five for me. I've never washed the ice. I want to say I've never washed ice. Washing and rinsing, I think, are very different as well. Or yeah, rinsing. Rinsing, yeah. like okay, I could see it. Washing. You got soap. In so mouth. washing you and rinsing is out. the same thing to me. Oh no, no, Michael! Like no. you can't. Come on, you can't. Fool, like washing wa- involves soap. 
Rinsing is just no, water. No, 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 no. Like, let's say you wash. Do you have a dish rinser? <sighs> no. Do I don't? You like, have a dishwasher. But let's say, let's say, let's say. Um, <laughs> do I, though? No, you don't, because no one makes those. Let's say you got high pressure water, mm-hmm. you know, and you wash a surface with that high pressure water. You know, it's just the pressure. It's not washing. It's just rinsing. High pressure rinsing. Yeah, it's. So we should probably call it a pressure rinser. No, it's 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 washing. It's, it's not washing. It's not. <laughs> You're not going to convert me on this. So actually, it's like kind of less weird now. Oh, no. Um, no, so it's may, still weird. May, maybe like a two weird. A two? Yeah, I'd say a two. Oh boy, a two. It's not a full three. We brought our average down to a three point five. Yours is a five. Yeah. Wow. No, it's not. It's not that weird. It's not too weird i think now disagree (laughs) we're just gonna have to learn to live with this tension i suppose that washed ice and so is the listener who's been very patient in putting up with us throughout all this Mm -hmm. thank you very much we dedicate this show to you yeah not to jewel (laughs) (laughs) it'd be very funny if he didn't listen to this show we're just sending these in to make us do stuff (laughs) hi jewel (laughs) this is your episode (laughs) You're going to have to live with it. Please give us five stars. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I meant to keep telling people to do that. Yeah. I try to sneak, I don't even know I try to sneak it here and there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I appreciate so, it. Yeah. Keep us honest. Five stars, five stars, five stars, yeah. five stars, five stars. It gently hypnotize them. <laughs> That's going to do it, I think, for this week. Again, mm-hmm. if you'd like to send something in, be it a single article, a single comment telling us how much we annoy you, or a full list of things to do for an entire show. You can. Terrific news. I know. That email address that you can send it to is mailbox at neverbetter.show. We are also on Twitter. I keep forgetting to update it, but you can follow us there if you really want. It's not like it hurts you to do it. Do it at uh, neverbettercast. All one word. No punctuation. Neverbetter is produced by me. We are distributed by nobody. And our theme song is The Unborn Capitalist from Limbo by Corey Hansen. Five stars. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. Come on. Let's make it happen. <laughs> and assuming you do all those things, we'll see you next week. See y'all later. Goodbye. Peace. outside cat no you don't want that if you get an outside cat would that be letting mice in the house (laughs) uh no not
because that's like their safe. That's around. like their safe spot. Well, they still come inside usually. But let's say so otherwise, let's, it's not really your cat. But I'm it? saying, like, let's say you get a, let's say you have a mouse or a rat inside your house. Uh huh. Would you? And then putting the cat outside, mm. would that deter the mouse to stay inside? Or hey, let me go outside because this area's off limits. Off limits. Marked yeah. off with the pheromones. Yeah. Let's say like 500 feet. Five <laughs> perimeter. Feet, yeah. No. Yes. No. No. I, I'm. I think. What now? Your conception of an outdoor cat is a cat who's just outside all the time. Correct. I mean, I know that there are cats like that, but like. A farm cat, a but bar- not in okay. a farm. <laughs> a barn. Barn? That's, that's just a cat then. If you take the farm away from the farm cat. So in our street, we have multiple cats. Mm-hmm. We got some up and down around here. And too. we still get some mice when there's like construction nearby. Mm. It might just be that the numbers are too high for the cats to do enough about it. Mm. So Sadie's been very high energy since I got her back from the vet. Oh, she's been angry? No, she's very talkative. She said, she's probably cursing you out now. No, that's she's, why. she's been in great spirits. Um, very great spirit. happy. <laughs> well, because she was sick. She was pooping all over the damn house. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was, yeah. Her stomach was all upset. She's throwing up. It was, I was really worried. That's why uh, I was you switched the food to. Yeah, quick. we switched the food. This $40 a bag, cat food. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I will say, it, it sounds like a scam. Instant turnaround. <laughs> like, the next day, she was totally good. Really? Yeah. Huh, Sadie? So honestly, I'm kind of amazed that like that happens to animals. Like I would think their stomach should be better than like less sensitive than ours because they can eat, let's say, rat one day, then she's eating cook anything. Yeah, then she's eating bird next day. You know, (laughs) she's not. She's eating kibble every day. (laughs) No, but I'm saying in the in the wild, right, right, right. in the wild, then they're eating you know grass (laughs) because they're starving and they can't catch a cat or some or uh, another animal. Well, I, like we can eat stuff raw as well. Sometimes we could eat cow raw. I mean, yeah, and fish. Yeah, it, d- it depends on how it's been prepared. What though. organ controls that? Well, I think we're well. Like, really, we're just talking about the way it's prepared. Like, yeah, you, you can get like some beef carpaccio, you know, the raw raw beef pounded into a little flat sheet or whatever, or like sushi grade tuna. But you can't just go down to the riverbank, bite into a fish belly. And just assume you're gonna be okay. Like really? you got to make sure there's no parasites in there because you're not cooking anything. So you know you're not killing anything off with the heat. Oh. That's really what governs that. Uh, I actually did not know that. Actually, I don't know. Hmm. 